you can't use the same language in the same way when you're talking about the same topic with a child or an adult or with an adult you're intimately connected to or someone you just met or someone in a social situation or someone in a professional capacity. So principle number five is that communication depends on the context and the intention. There is no one-size-fits-all communication. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach. I am devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples on the path of transformation transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. Thank you so much for being here today. Whether this is your first time or you've been following me for a while, I'm so grateful you're here. Today, I have another inspiring episode for you, because today I'm going to continue sharing with you about the Language Alchemy Foundational Principles. And at the end, I'm going to leave you with some homework to help you use these principles in your communication. Now, if you haven't listened to episode 101, this is part two of the language alchemy principles. In episode 101, I shared that language alchemy as a transformative communication system, an awareness practice, and a form of evolutionary activism has eight foundational principles. These eight principles guide my teaching. I rely on these principles in my own communication, both in my internal dialogue as well as in my interactions and relationships with every person I connect with, whether it's my beloved Matthew, my mother, my siblings, my in-laws, friends, clients, anyone. In my communication, I keep coming back to these principles when I need to have an important conversation, when there's something that I'm finding that's difficult to express, or when I realize that I've said something that's not in alignment with my values and I need to repair a rupture in the bond of connection with someone. My hope is that these principles can be as useful for you as they are for me. I shared the first four language alchemy principles in episode number 101. If you haven't listened to that yet, I suggest you go back and listen to episode 101 and then come back to this one. And now let's talk about language alchemy principles five through eight. Language alchemy principle number five. There's no one size fits all communication. Communication depends on the context and the intention. If you've studied other communication systems, you may have learned to use certain communication formulas, and these formulas may have given you the impression that they are one size fits all, but they aren't. Let me give you an example. A common formula that I learned from one of my dear communication teachers, Marshall Rosenberg, who created the nonviolent communication system, is this. I feel because I need. So I would say something like, 
I feel grateful you're listening to the podcast because I need appreciation and acknowledgement. So this would be instead of saying something such as, I feel grateful you're listening to the podcast because you're such a valuable person and your opinion matters to me. Can you hear the difference? Now, while I'll agree that saying something such as, I feel anxious because I didn't hear back from you, is more useful than saying, I feel anxious because you never called me. As you can see from these two examples, using a communication formula without taking the context or the intention or the audience into consideration, it can sound stilted, inauthentic, cumbersome, and sometimes it can be triggering to people. And in my experience, you can't use the same language in the same way when you're talking about the same topic with a child or an adult or with an adult you're intimately connected to, or someone you just met, or someone in a social situation, or someone in a professional capacity. So principle number five is that communication depends on the context and the intention. There is no one-size-fits-all communication. Principle number six. You can bring forth peace, love, connection, and equity to your life, our human family, and our world when you choose to communicate as the capable, conscious, and mature adult that you are. At this moment in our human history, when there's so much divisiveness and war, not only between countries, but also in our communities, our families, our hearts, it's time to make conscious choices and show up with our hearts, in our families, and in our communities as the mature adults that we are. The more mature we are, the more capacity we have. I have so many clients I've had the honor of supporting and witnessing how they have transformed their communication and how they've learned to show up as the capable, conscious, and mature adults that they are. And therefore, they've been able to say things to others they couldn't before. They had the capacity to set boundaries, to be vulnerable, to respond with kindness, or to stay firm in their healthy decisions. I've witnessed so many of my clients choosing to communicate differently and finding the inner resources to express themselves in new ways because they wanted more peace, more love, deeper connections, or more equity. And I've heard so many of my clients tell me that they didn't know how to communicate in ways that didn't bring drama in their lives. But now they have learned communication tools they can choose to use to bring more peace and more harmony in their lives and relationships. Principle number seven, let go of perfection and embrace reparation. We have to let go of the idea that once we hear about something or once we learn something, we'll never take a misstep or make a mistake or go back and regress. In fact, thanks to neuroscience, we know that when we are stressed out or when we are under-resourced because of lack of sleep, of trauma, 
of being a constant recipient of microaggressions or when we are sick, that our brain is going to go back to old habits. And the same is true for our communication. For myself, I've been consciously working with my communication for the last 20 years of my life. But during the first 30 years of my life, I learned and developed many communication habits that are unhelpful or are not in alignment with my 52-year-old self. When I'm under-resourced, I'm very aware that I may communicate in ways that may cause a rapture in the bond of connection with someone I love, that I may habitually, not consciously, that I may habitually hurt them or say something that I later regret. And when that happens, I notice it, I take responsibility for it, and I communicate with the person I hurt and repair the bond of connection. Repairing is not embarrassing. Repairing can strengthen the connection with someone. It can lead to healthy, unbreakable relationships. I will devote a podcast episode to this at some point in the future because reparations are sometimes misunderstood. So please don't believe that you have to be perfect with your communication because you're listening to the podcast and you are learning transformative communication tools. You will not be perfect. Instead of being perfect, be human. And when we are human, we are humble and we learn to repair and to apologize consciously. And we learn to apologize consciously and repair the bond of connection when we have created a rapture with our communication. Principle number eight. When we transform our communication, we transform our lives, our relationships, and our world. This is the next step in our human evolution. Oh, I could give you so many examples of what happens when we transform our communication that helps us transform our lives, our relationships, and our world. I could tell you that I'm a living and breathing example of this. My life has completely transformed when I transformed my communication. But There are so many of my clients and students that I've had the privilege to support who have gone through this process of transformation and everything shifted in their lives. I'll tell you about one client who learned to transform his communication when he felt angry. And this transformation led him not only to become a respected leader at work, it also helped him meet date, and establish a thriving relationship with a wonderful man, and they've been in a healthy and loving partnership for eight years now. And in fact, now they have their own business together. See, my client transformed his communication, and then he transformed his work environment, his work relationships. And then for the first time in his life, he had a healthy and mature, intimate relationship with a wonderful man. And after transforming all that, he transformed his career. He shared with me that others told him he was a model of compassion and clear communication. 
So this transformation inspired others and showed others what's possible. This is how when we transform and evolve, we contribute to our human evolution and show that a world of collaboration, equity, peace, and love is possible right now. And now that you've heard these four principles of language alchemy, just like I did in episode 101 when I shared the first four principles of language alchemy, I'd like to offer you a transformative, compassionate communication inquiry. For that, let's remember principle number five. There's no one-size-fits-all communication. Communication depends on the context and the intention. So take a moment to think of situations in which you tend to communicate in the same way, regardless of your audience, the context, or your intention. What would you like to be able to be aware of in these moments? Would you need to learn to be aware of your language? The person you're talking to? The intention you have? And now let's consider principle number six. You can bring forth peace, love, connection, and equity to your life, our human family, and our world when you choose to communicate as a capable, conscious, and mature adult that you are. And now, think of a moment in your life in which you were able to bring forth more peace, more love, more connection, or more equity because of how you communicated. And if nothing comes to mind, think of moments in which someone else modeled for you how this is possible when they communicated with you, how they brought forth more peace, more love, more connection, or more equity into the relationship with you when they communicated with you as a capable, conscious, and mature adult. My next question related to principle number seven, let go of perfection and embrace reparation, is, is there a relationship in your life right now that needs reparation? Is there something you've said recently or a long time ago that created a rapture in the bond of connection with someone? If you could go back in time, what would you have said instead of what you said? Is it possible for you to reach out to that person and say it now? And if not, what stands in the way? And here's your homework based on language alchemy principle number eight. When we transform our communication, we transform our lives, our relationships, and our world. Now that you've heard all this, take a moment to write down three ways in which your communication needs to transform. Maybe it is that you need to respond differently when you get defensive. Or maybe you need to be able to feel your feelings and express them when your partner tells you that you don't share your feelings with them. Or maybe it is that you've noticed that you tend to focus on what's not working and you need to learn to appreciate others and yourself more. So write those three things and then make a commitment to learn to transform your communication. And now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. 
Today, I shared language alchemy principles five through eight. And those are number five, there's no one size fits all communication. Communication depends on the context and the intention. Number six, you can bring forth peace, love, connection, and equity to your life, our human family, and our world when you choose to communicate as a capable, conscious, and mature adult that you are. Number seven, let go of perfection and embrace reparation. And number eight, when you transform your communication, you transform your life, your relationships, and your world. Then I offered you some compassionate inquiry and I left you with some homework. I would love to know which language alchemy principle resonated with you the most and which one is the one that you are going to put into practice and at the forefront of your communication awareness. And if you are noticing that it's time for you to do the beautiful, loving work of growing, of becoming more aware and mature with your communication, then reach out to me. If you get my newsletters every Wednesday, you have my email, so you can email me directly. If you follow me on Instagram, you can go to at Language Alchemy and send me a direct message. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you put into practice at least one of these eight language alchemy principles. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapo. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.